0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 120. I'm your host, Cameron Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. I realized we're recording at a good time because there's no more uh, jet sounds currently. Yeah,
1: it's probably better that we didn't start recording at 3.30 like we originally planned. Yeah. Because it would have been all over the recording. Uh,
0: It's Sunday, October 10th, and it's Fleet Week this week in San Francisco. So the Blue Angels are here. And they like pretty much yesterday and today they've been uh, flying over and, you know, once they fly over, you just hear massive, just like <laughs> the sounds, sounds of it's cool. ge- like, <sighs> you're like, oh, shit. It's really great. It's it's fun. It's a fun time uh, to watch them. But yeah, it's it's a good thing we didn't record during that time. I don't even think the the usual plugins I utilize to take away background sounds here would take all of that out because it's just so damn loud. Oh, uh, no, I don't think there's anything you could do about that. Yeah, it would have been interesting. It's like trying to record a movie at an airport. It's like, why would you try to do or like, yeah, make a movie there? It'd be weird. Uh, But of course, we're still going through October, guys. It's only, what, the second week of October now,
1: I want to say? I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. And last week, we talked about Loki and Shang-Chi. And it's another Marvel week, actually. So Black Widow came out on Disney+, and James was able to watch it. And we yep. also saw Venom 2 or Venom, let there be carnage in theaters. So those are going to be the big two things we talk about in this episode. And if we got time after, we'll knock out a few other things. Uh, no news this week. There is some news, but nothing really worth talking about on the show here. We'll instead just put it out on like Instagram and uh, Twitter and maybe TikTok. Uh, if I get to one this week, finally, I've been like behind on it. I've just been like, getting some yeah, other things done
1: like the only news that was even remotely compelling this week at least for me was just that randy pitchford is out of your <laughs> box yeah so good news but like that's like a two-second thing
0: and just to say you know rest in peace to rockstar the agent its uh, website <laughs> apparently finally disappeared and now it's like uh apparently it according to the ign article by matt kim It'll redirect to Rockstar's homepage now. So, mm. you know, it's also been a decade since that game was announced. Or actually, no, it's been not a decade. It's been 12 years since that game was announced and we never got it. It was supposed to be that exclusive PS3 game from Rockstar. And, you know, they kept true to their word. Oh my and God, instead it was just... Supposed uh supposed PS3 game. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they keep re-releasing GTA 5. Um, so we get that at least, I think. Or if that's actually a bigger... they don't they don't really do anything anymore rockstar doesn't do anything they're they're just they make gta 5 over and over and over again they realized they could make money basically just doing gta online and just want that sold so that's why they keep putting out newer versions uh just to keep funding that but that's it but you know that's all the rockstar talk we'll have for today since we're not talking about any other games, we haven't really played anything recently, or there's nothing to play from theirs recently. Yeah, I still
1: haven't <laughs> finished GTA 5, and I, d- ugh,
0: I don't know. I, I do want to get back to Red Dead Online. I did like it. I just haven't had time. Shit, Plus, I have I never finished Red Dead either. Oh, sh- whoops. <laughs> it's funny, because we were talking uh, earlier this week, and it was just like, how many unplay, like not unplayed, how many unfinished games do you have? <laughs> Too many. Like- <laughs> You're like a fucking pinball.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like a sucker for wanting to be part of, maybe not like necessarily part of the conversation, but like whenever a new game comes out and all the podcasts I listen to are talking about it, it really makes me go like, oh, I want to see if I have the same opinions and like see if I like the game too and stuff like that. And then Here, there's also shit like Metroid comes out, and I'm like,
0: I need to play this. <laughs> it's also here's the difference between us and them. Because even though we're a podcast, uh, folks, you got to understand, we're more like you than we are, like, let's say, kind of funny or IGN podcasts and whatnot. Oh, yeah. They get paid to do this. They're literally making money by playing games and giving their yeah, opinions. You know, gaming on is that, just my hobby. Yeah, that's, that, we don't get That's where my money goes. I still lose money for this show. So it's like. Mm-hmm definitely not going to be like that because that that's too that's a lot that that's like that's crazy yeah so that's why you for us you'll hear a bunch of older things and i'll be like hey i finally i finally talked about assassin's creed odyssey that one time and uh maybe one day i'll talk about valhalla when i eventually play that when i actually feel like playing that also to be honest so with that said uh you ready to just jump right into those movies yep all right let's hit black widow first it was good.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> Alright, that's it. That's the thing, is like I don't really have much to say about it, because like I liked all the characters. It's just I think my biggest problem is this movie it takes place like right after Civil War. And I feel like if it had come out right after Civil War, it would have been much better of a time to release. But for whatever reason they waited till after Black Widow is like canonically dead in the mcu so the whole time i'm like this isn't really a critical story we're not gonna probably learn anything new from it that progresses the overall story because i I don't know and it's kind of what ended up it ended up being it's like its own self-contained story which is cool i guess yeah i liked that black widow went up against other widows and they finally kind of talked about the red room and like this version of taskmaster was pretty cool too
0: Oh yeah, they 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 trick you with Taskmaster ma- task I was going to like mispronounce it. Yeah. Like you don't expect who is actually going to be Taskmaster because isn't it yeah. in the comics a different I honestly Yeah, don't know just like
1: some dude. I I don't really know much about Taskmaster, but it's like his identity is not super important. It's just he's Taskmaster. So the the fact that they actually chose a specific person for this Taskmaster to, to be in this movie that is related to Black Widow's past was actually a pretty cool twist
0: yeah and I I agree with you on the whole uh, not I guess release time because it it's not that it like COVID damaged this and delayed it and made it come out like over a year later it was more the fact that yeah it just should not have come out this late in the timeline of Marvel movies
1: it almost feels like Disney was like not confident that a female-led movie could actually stand on its own at the time that it should have come out yeah i could be looking too much into that but it's 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 just weird they waited till after she was dead
0: i mean when you look at the avenger characters and who got movies it's everyone except for the ones with that powers which was black widow and hawkeye pretty much and we're just getting a hawkeye series like black widow still came out before hawkeye that's true but it, yeah, it took them forever because they're like, this is pro- this is the character without powers. Do we really want to make a movie with her first? And instead they chose, you know, the more OP character, Captain Marvel. And then it turned out it's probably on the lower, much lower end of the Marvel movies in terms of quality. Yeah. And it's very, you know, forgettable, to be honest, too. But this is much better than that. I like Black Widow a lot more than I liked Captain Marvel it's much and, more
1: grounded and the i like i said earlier i really liked all the characters that they introduced in this movie like her which sister is important. you want to
0: like the characters yeah like
1: yeah. the like they got me so hard in that one scene where uh widow and her sister are like driving somewhere and they're just like talking about her sister's jacket
0: oh and the best just, like,
1: yeah, and she's uh, uh, Natasha is finally just like, okay, fine. I admit it. Your jacket's pretty cool. She's like, right? I know. It's so cool, isn't it? It's <laughs> got so many pockets. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was it was cool. I liked their uh, their like back and forth.
0: Yeah, and I I think this movie would have done better before Infinity War came out. But also, I guess like with the after credits scene, you sort of like, I guess you could have put that in any movie at the same time because they've done also that. that. Yeah, like, they have done that didn't... before.
1: I find it really funny that, like, this was supposed to be the first appearance of Julia louis dreyfuss character, but we ended up seeing her in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier first. Yeah. So, her coming out of nowhere, and it seeming like she was supposed to be really important, but us not knowing who she was. Seeing this scene doesn't help that at all, really. Like, it still doesn't explain who she is. She's just, like, someone maybe in a shadowy part of the government i don't know i'm it's so colorful confused. hair i think
0: well, right yeah hair or
1: something i don't know I don't so know. yeah like that post-credit scene was just like like you said it could have been put at the end of any movie
0: yeah and she's like oh you should go kill hawkeye <laughs> and it was like uh yeah it's like <laughs> great. he did well
1: okay he didn't intend to kill her but she like, killed herself that's the thing but like They They were were fighting over who dies. Yeah, they were the only two two people there besides Red Skull. So, like, who really knows what happened? So, I could see how uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character could just be like, yeah, this guy killed your uh, sister. And there's, like, no way to disprove that, as far as I'm aware.
0: Yeah, but... I mean that's the whole thing. We're gonna find out in Hawkeye. She already they already yeah. like confirmed she would be in it before that movie even came out. So it's cool to it know. Also, like it
1: yeah. also feels like this movie is trying to set up Natasha's sister as maybe the next widow.
0: Yeah, whether it's Black Widow or White Red, Widow, maybe Red Widow. Maybe? Yeah, we'll see. One of the two. She'll be a widow, or like she's gonna replace her in some form. Just because Florence Pugh is just getting started, and she seems like she enjoys the role and honestly she's already a better character than black widow
1: yeah so apparently (laughs) some of the scenes in this movie were ad-libbed and they just like kept them in like uh and daniel was watching it next to me while uh, i was watching it last night and playing metroid and he pointed out like a couple scenes uh that were uh improv and one of them was like they're like waiting if they're like at a store getting supplies or something like that i forget exactly where they were but her sister is like why do you do this like pose thing like i keep oh, that, saying was on the news, that was ad she's like why do you flip your hair back and like do this thing like why do you pose you're a poser <laughs> and like that was just so uh, so such a charismatic moment for the character that it's like yeah put that in there
0: that's great <laughs> And then she so actually like, does the pose later, and she's yeah. just like, oh, gross.
1: It doesn't Dude, feel she did good. Po- she did the pose. Uh, oh, the, the sister did the pose? Yeah, Yelena did the pose. Oh, I missed that.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, Yelena is probably the best character in the movie. Uh, it, it was weird because we've had Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow since Iron Man 2. She's been in, what was it, Iron Man 2, Cap 2, Cap 3, Avengers 1, 2, 3, 4... She's been in so much, like, and, like, she's fine. She doesn't, there, there's no, like, they don't really give her much of a personality that much. Besides, I yeah. want to say the closest you get to her having a former personality is probably Captain America 2. Where mm. it's, like, him and her on the run. Everything else, she's just kind of reactive to events, and that's about it. Like, there's nothing else. they have. They do that shitty love interest thing with her and Hulk in avengers 2 and no one cared for that nobody i I honestly don't know one person that was like oh i really like that and it was just like okay i don't know i thought it
1: was an interesting pairing but i didn't expect it to go anywhere and it really didn't i mean did you care no like i said i was just like interested but not like oh wow i hope they get together
0: yeah so there wasn't really much i guess it's only interesting because it was like different yeah whatever there wasn't much with her going on whereas now yelena in just one film already got us sold like i, I yeah. felt like oh i could watch her in her own standalone series or really anything they want to do with it and they pulled that off well and i'm actually really looking forward to singer in hawkeye like that's going to be a fun time with that mm-hmm. show which is i think our next disney plus show we're getting it's in november i believe yeah it's, it's like a thanksgiving like time sometime
1: around christmas because like that was the whole vibe of the uh yeah the,
0: trailer. the, it, the poster in the trailer show it's like christmas time but the show itself premieres around thanksgiving mm. i think like okay. a couple days before or after uh, i forget which but mm. it'll be a fun holiday show for sure uh that said like yeah yelena's awesome they do a really good job with her she's very charismatic she has a full personality and then the second best character like th- here's the weird part like out of the family that they show for this movie blackwood is probably the least interesting of the four yeah but i guess so the second one red fucking guardian played by david (laughs) harbour yeah he was fantastic he practically if it wasn't for elena he would have stolen the show like Oh, absolutely. He was so fucking funny. This dude was like, because he's like this old Russian dude that's been in prison this whole time. And then he gets out and he's like, oh, so what changed? Whatever. Why don't you guys have kids? They pulled out our uterus. instead Yeah. Ugh. I
1: love how he's like, I'm so proud of you. You are the best assassins ever. You've probably killed so many people. Your ledgers must be so red. And it's like, you're, you're proud of that. That they're good assassins? He, the,
0: the shitty... It's basically he's completely just... There's no filter with him. It's so no. great. And they're just always looking at him like, shut up, shut up, shut up. But I, I really did love the heart-to-heart with him and Yelena, though, in the house before they get captured. Yeah. Like, that was really well done. I like that a lot. Um, Especially also, the, the prison escape was really dope, where it's the... <laughs> they actually have a fucking gulag but he's escaping the gulag and everything like that whole thing was really really fun and i think he's like arm wrestling a bear that's supposed to be an actual comic character
1: that that's another thing that daniel pointed out that that character for whatever reason they don't outright state this but that is technically maybe the first canonical appearance of a mutant in the cinema uh, marvel cinematic universe he's the bear mutant right yeah, that character is just, like, a mutant who is... He could turn into a bear. That's his ability. So, but they don't do that in this movie, and they don't point that out, and I think you only find his name, like, in the credits or something like that. Mm. So, interesting, but I don't know. That's weird. He broke that dude's an- uh, arm, like, really bad.
0: Yeah, and he called him a bear, too, I'm pretty sure. What like, oh, did he? I yeah, that. I- I'm pretty positive. Yeah, you're playing Metroid, but- <laughs> You couldn't focus on it, apparently.
1: It's so good.
0: Yeah. It's wonder you don't want to talk about Black Widow. You're like, I was I was kind of watching it, but I was playing this game this whole time.
1: Well, the way I rationalized it, I guess, was I was like, this movie's going to be mostly explosions anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there can't be that much, that much plot. Okay,
0: great. But yeah, like I said, he's really cool, very comedic, and another great movie where they pull off comedy instead of quips, which is what mm-hmm. I really appreciate. So we said it in Shang-Chi as well, where recent, like, at least with these two movies, because we didn't really get phase four, like, this is, all the movies have been held up this whole time. They were all supposed to come out before and during, like, everything,
1: like, super screwed up the schedule.
0: Yeah, like, they were supposed to basically come in hand in hand with, like, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and instead there's so much behind, which is, like, like we said, the whole Julia Louis-Dreyfus thing, but... Uh, Now they're just playing catch-up, which is why, like, this whole fall is packed where we had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and we still have Eternals and Spider-Man 3 to come. And, you know, normally we might have three to four movies in a year, but it's all in the last six months of the year. Like, they're packing all of it in as quickly as possible. So then when 2022 comes, you're like, oh, okay, Uh, we're kind of spacing out again. I think, like, what, Thor is, like, the first one or something. But uh, another character... In the movie was uh, the mother. I'm trying to remember what her name was, but it was a. Uh, I loved that they got Rachel Wise to play yeah, her.
1: She was basically like an older, like first generation widow or something like that. Yes, and she was a scientist. Melina. At this point. Yeah, yeah. and, and she, she was basically the one who discovered and figured out how to weaponize, like, basically brainwashing. Yeah, because like she, she did was it on the, the pigs. One, yeah, she was the one. And then and then and they used it on the, like, newer widows to basically give them... To rewire their brains so that when, when they gave them a certain signal, they had to uh, do whatever their orders were.
0: Yeah. And you could see, like, the whole thing with her, and she is pretty much still working on her stuff alone. Like, she still works for them, and uh takes you know takes everyone in anyway and helps double cross uh evil general man yeah
1: i love that twist where she, she's like i called the red room because i had to and then and you so you think she's like double crossed them for a little while and then it's like oh no we set up a a really complex plan beforehand so everything will be fine
0: yeah and it's uh i believe it was drakov that was the dude's name right Yes,
1: and yeah. Drakov's daughter.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. So the Dracov's daughter is Taskmaster, and that was that was that was somewhat interesting because
1: uh, that was another thing that was kind of cool because that finally answers a couple things from the first Avengers movie, where um, Widow says like, "Oh, this is just like Budapest," and uh, Hawkeye's like, "We remember Budapest very differently." Like that finally gets answered. Like what happened there. And then also, I totally forgot this. Apparently, Loki says, like, when he's messing with Widow, he says, like, there's so much red in your ledger, you can't possibly erase it all. Like, yeah, Volkov's daughter was, like, the worst thing you ever did or something like that. Like, he straight up mentions her. And you're just, at the time, you're like, who, what, what, what happened there? It only and- took...
0: uh." a decade to get here because that was right, like that's, that was 2012 i think right
1: and it, yeah and again that's going back to like they really should have released this movie way earlier in the mcu uh, timeline for it to just make more sense i guess
0: i'm so how, I'm surprised wait how'd you even remember that loki said that uh daniel told me oh there you go there you go yeah <laughs> I was like he, you didn't remember this shit. no daniel
1: has a much better memory
0: than i do uh, he was probably also he was probably looking online too that too yeah yeah I doubt I doubt anyone would have remembered that specific part it's like yeah you know when Loki was talking to Black Widow in the first Avengers movie
1: well I remember him saying like there's so much red in your ledger but I don't I didn't remember him ever mentioning Volkov's daughter or anything
0: yeah and that whole botched thing was interesting because it's like oh this is why she this is what she did to defect to shield was like kill the guy who's been running her the whole time and then mm-hmm. it turns out, oh, you didn't kill him. You killed her daughter. And then she didn't actually die. And now she's Taskmaster and she hates you. But also she doesn't want to be controlled by a father. And you're like, oh, OK, I gotcha. And it, it was very, I think the interesting part of this movie that I wasn't expecting was it got very serious when it got to the human trafficking part portion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the whole thing is all the, it tur- like, I didn't know this part. I just assumed, oh, they just like took, daughters of russians and it was well, like yeah, a patriotic like, thing
1: uh natasha says in the beginning that like i was basically thrown away by my uh my biological parents so that's why the red room picked me up or whatever and then it turns out like no they straight up like bought her
0: from her mom that's good right? Fee, yeah yeah it was like yeah they they yeah it was basically human trafficking yeah yeah so all the others they at they least... killed them all yeah, and then the new generation of Black Widows was all, like, girls around the world, and they, they did the yeah. same thing where they bought them and took them and trafficked them into the program.
1: I did love the Floating Fortress for the uh, the Red Room. That was actually a really cool setting.
0: Yeah, you didn't expect that. Like, you're thinking the Red Room's in some probably underground Russian base, and it's like, no, nah, it's just above yeah. you. <laughs> and they have uh, a cloud
1: generator. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think uh, Thunderbolt Ross was in this, too. And like yeah. the whole thing is, he's in like the beginning and the end for it, at least for like working with Black Widow and whatnot. Because the whole thing is, she's still. It's all during that time she's on the run because yeah. of the whole shit that went down in Civil War. Yeah, because Civil
1: War just happened.
0: Yeah, and like
1: she's fucked up the entire
0: movie. By the end of it, it's leading to like, oh, she's gonna go do whatever she's doing with Steve. Uh, yeah, she's gonna into like go break War. him out or whatever. Yeah, no, he was already out. I think she's was was gonna. He? Yeah, he broke everyone else out. That's why she was out. Oh,
1: oh, I missed that. I totally... I need to maybe go back and watch Civil War because I totally forgot that she was also in the prison with them. Yeah, because she tased T'Ch- T'Challa. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, I guess there's not, yeah, there's not really much else to say. Like, it it, it, it did good. I, I was looking forward to this movie because it reminded me of Winter Soldier the second cat movie Mm -hmm. because it was very espionage espionage and whatnot it wasn't i guess the theme i wanted it to be necessarily that that uh fulfilled that hype that wasn't like a spy thriller no like it didn't feel like james bond it it didn't give me that fix so that part it didn't really like because of that it didn't jump high enough in the marvel movies like it's at least not in the lower end i'd say it's more around the middle if anything
1: yeah, they definitely could have used Black Widow or maybe they could use her sister uh, in future movies if they do go that route to do straight up James Bond style spy thrillers.
0: Yeah, uh, a-
1: absolutely do that.
0: For sure. And instead, like it still worked really well. It had action. It had comedy. It had personality, which was nice. It had these characters interacting with yeah, each other characters. And it's like I said before, with like Shang-Chi, like Shang-Chi really shows family this one doesn't necessarily give you that, which is why I said Shang-Chi really pulled it off better. But this one still, at least in its own way, has like interesting relationships with the characters.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just interesting because like the family in this movie was literally a fake family. They yeah. were planted. And I, I did really love that one moment where Yelena was when she was the, you know, when they were a family unit like 30 years ago or something like that like she was literally too young to remember her training and stuff like that uh, or something like that. So she literally thought that they were a family at the time. So when everything got blown up and they went back to Russia, she was just like, I don't understand what's going on. And the, that that idea
0: is just so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um. With that said, I guess ready to move on? yeah definitely worth a watch yeah it's on disney plus yeah, go watch like plus. it yeah just go yeah. check it out if you haven't like it's definitely like i said in the middle but i'd say the higher middle if anything yeah. like it, it does better than a lot of the other marvel movies for sure the other marvel movie is marvel adjacent <laughs> marvel adjacent because even in it says in association with marvel when the title yeah. comes up so you don't see that mcu shit that comes with like, bah, 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 bah. and instead it's like what is this? Oh, Venom, let there be carnage. I
1: love how there were... I think IGN had a news article uh, or a headline at some point this last week that was like, at some point it was going to be titled Love Will Tear Us Apart. Was it actually? <laughs> I don't know. It might, It's not
0: impossible. It, it looks like a, would, there's like a romance poster.
1: Yeah, it would definitely fit with the theme of this movie. It's just that would have been such a weird tagline to put on there. I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I got to say this movie was exactly what I wanted it to be. I was wa- I was waiting for this movie to come out cuz we watched Venom 1. Like we ever like everyone seen the first Venom. And I was like, yeah, Tom Hardy did a great job. Tom Hardy's good as Eddie Brock and Venom, but it's like Sing a really cool jewel in a fucking dumpster. Like, everything around that film just wasn't good. It just was very whatever. Like, I was like, oh, my God. They need to figure out what they want to do with this movie. Or with this, like, character and whatever movies they want to make after. And you start seeing Venom 2. And I'm like, okay. There's no way you can take this seriously. Like, there's no way they can pull that off. What they could pull off, though is a fucking wacky ass comic book movie that just is like that's just re- exactly what happened and that's exactly what happened and i'm like amazing absolutely great job
1: i just find it really funny that they literally so many times in this movie kept saying we're supposed to be the lethal protector and it's more of a joke
0: in this movie
1: like yes. they they rarely actually go out and
0: fight crime they, they didn't fight they, they tried once and it was a mistake <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> the whole time he wants to be a lethal protector, whereas Eddie's like, yeah. we're not doing any of that. And the whole. It, it, it's pretty much like the movie's building up to them being now the lethal protector. Whereas if they made a third movie, it's going to yeah. be them as the lethal protector doing whatever they'd like. Which is. To do.
1: I was a little bit confused by that because I thought that the whole point of the last movie, or at least the end of the last movie, was. establishing that at this point they are like a team they are willing to work together but this movie's like no they hate each other (laughs) they're unwilling roommates uh
0: with all with a lot of issues yeah and also
1: i feel like there's maybe a chunk of this movie that was cut out for time i don't know why but like so one of the major points in this movie is that basically venom solves a, a clue for eddie of what like one of the drawings on uh cletus's wall meant mm-hmm. and he like uncovers a bunch of bodies and stuff and they have this one really quick line where they say oh eddie brock he's a- on top of the uh journalistic world again he is like and i guess they signify that by showing he has like a nice new bike and a na- and helmet
0: and stuff like that so. oh you think there was more behind it
1: because it feels like there was maybe supposed to be more to him showing off and like getting all full of himself and that's why venom eventually was just like i've had it with you but they kind of just had that one mention of like eddie brock is on top again and then they just it doesn't really matter
0: i don't know yeah no i i I can see that uh it's one of those things you know when we get the blu-ray or i mean if you actually bought the movie but like, when True. they release it, there'll be deleted scenes, and you can kind of see how much more there was, and yeah. I'd assume maybe there is something like that, along with maybe some more scenes potentially with, like, Car- Carnage and Shriek, if anything, mm, as well. For sure. Uh, but, because this movie was what, like, was it even two, well, I don't even think it was two hours, I think right? it was, like, an hour and a half, even. I could be wrong. I'm right. going to look that up right now, actually, really fast. Dude,
1: I was kind of losing my mind at all the things. An hour and watched. a half, yeah. Hour 37 oh, wow, minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of losing my mind at what Carnage could do in this movie. Like in in the very beginning when he spins around and makes a tornado, I was just like, "What?" I okay. When he was still in the uh, lethal injection seat or no, like when uh the Warden was like trying to escape and Carnage just like starts spinning around and makes up a literal tornado. And then he just like grabs the the Warden anyway. Like I I don't know
0: it's because uh he's just so cool and carnage yeah
1: i was also confused at the things that carnage could do in this movie other than that like when the cops were trying to or i guess the jail uh guards were prison guards were trying to like shoot him and he just opens up a
0: hole in his chest i
1: was like wait but where's cletus (laughs) uh
0: i mean how did he get through like shrieks uh that too
1: i was like wait how's he how did he get in the room and no one noticed how did shriek not notice uh so what it and also maybe that's why whenever cletus turns into carnage they don't do the same effect that they do for venom where it looks like venom is flowing over eddie and he's like covering him in for carnage it looks like cletus is like liquefied and (laughs) turned into carnage so maybe that's what's going on, but they don't really straight up explain that or address it. It's just like he's different.
0: I feel like if this was an like an MCU movie or something, you'd want, I would want an explanation, just because you're like, yeah. it's a lot more precise in those movies. Whereas this one, I knew exactly what it was gonna like. I knew what I was getting into, so I'm like not really there for for questions oh yeah
1: they definitely weren't thinking too hard with this movie yeah they, they weren't trying too hard
0: i I'd, honestly if they had given an explanation that really would have not done anything for me i've been like oh that's whatever
1: i would have at least liked an explanation for why venom was like oh shit that's a red one so this is really
0: bad it was um because we did have this conversation a little bit before uh like after the movie happened like it was like one thing where carnage seems like you could do a lot more than venom and uh one thing i was saying was the whole thing they, they have to get uh i don't remember what the actual not ingredient but the part of the brain oh uh, yeah the or the chemical. chemical yeah but it's found in chocolate and in brains i guess like in chickens and humans and the humans of course are going to give him everything the chocolate and chicken is really just keeping it's like... him it's like the minimum. It's keeping him just going, if anything. So, you know, the whole time you're seeing Carnage and you're seeing Venom, and Carnage is much more powerful than Venom is, and he can do a lot more, at least in terms of just, like, I guess, flexibility. Uh, We can do with the actual symbiote itself in terms of just combat, and just, it could. he has, like, all these different tendrils and whatnot. And the whole thing with Carnage is he's straight up just biting dude's heads off left and right. So you can see him getting that nutrition. Whereas Venom's still just like, fucking chickens, and the chocolate didn't come in the mail. like The delivery's not here yet. So,
1: Mrs. Chen, feed me.
0: <laughs> I would like to, I will eat, Mrs. Chen. <laughs> no, you cannot eat, Mrs. Chen. What? What's plan B? <laughs> but uh, the other thing was, with the red one, what I think is, the whole thing is, Carnage was born on... Earth like he doesn't necessarily know everything going on here. He just knows he has to kill Venom cuz he's his father and he's like yeah. a, a threat. Whereas Earth. Venom is from whatever symbiote planet and he has all that information in there. So he potentially knows like the different I guess subspecies of symbiote or the power structure and yeah. that's why he's like oh crap a red one. And, and you know they don't explain it, but you it's like, I, I would gather that just from, like, thinking about it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I that's not a thing that I'm aware of in the comics, that, like, the color of the symbiotes matter. I could be wrong on that. Uh, they could have made it up for the And, movie. and, and that's awesome. the thing, is, like, this movie is, like, they take a lot of liberties with the Venom license. So, they could have, yeah, just made up a new thing to maybe have in the third movie where they actually explain, like, why that was important. Because that was part of the um, mid-credit scene where Venom was just like, "Yeah, by the way, I have access to like a whole hive mind history of my people, the, th- the shit that I know would blow your mind, literally."
0: Yeah. Everything else, though, like, dude, that movie is fucking hilarious. Like, I was cracking oh, yeah. up like, so much with this. It's
1: is if I can disconnect myself from what I would want in a venom movie as like an actual lethal protector dark movie it's this is still an entertaining movie it's it's still very fun it's just not what i would expect from a venom movie necessarily and you know it, you'll I, never... it's definitely what i would expect from a sequel to the last Venom movie
0: yeah and <laughs> you know you'd never get that in the mcu either at least like not with the flash thompson in spider-man like you know, he's some kid who's oh, yeah, like, they're no. all preppy, whatever, brain kids. And you're just like, he's not going to do shit. Like, the, the mo- he's not even like a physical bully to Peter. He's a, he's like a online bully <laughs> to Peter. Yeah,
1: he's just like an emotional bully.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like, what's up, dick? Well, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. You, you know, you, you think about it because, you know, everyone knows who he is in Spider-Man 3. You know Flash is going to be, like, kissing his feet, right?
1: Dude, that's going to be super funny for him to try to rationalize, like, I love Spider-Man, but I hate Peter Parker. Do I hate Spider-Man now, or do I like
0: Peter Parker? It's going to cause him to have a brain (laughs) (laughs) aneurysm. You just see him, like,
1: in the corner in, like, the lunchroom or whatever, just, like, sitting and thinking to himself. (laughs)
0: it's like he doesn't he's still he doesn't know what to do he's been in a a fucking limbo state ever since
1: he hasn't said a word since someone told him the news
0: (laughs) (laughs) that would actually be hilarious if they actually do that yeah but uh yeah so you'd you want to imagine what an eddie brock would be in the mcu and you're like ah shit i can't even because is he gonna be that much older than peter in terms of like just in peter's state you wouldn't see that for a while whereas this eddie brock works with the way they would do it which i, I want to save that for the end of it but uh that's
1: the other thing we haven't even seen an eddie brock in uh the mcu yet i mean we and, wouldn't anyway because yeah and like he's Peter, high still yeah he's still in high school he's not even like doing his uh photography job yet so yeah. if they even bothered to do that at any point because he's got the power of stark industries so
0: well or part of it I don't know. Yeah, they've kinda, they kind of ignored all the classic Spider-Man stuff, honestly. Yeah. Like, Aunt May knows who he is already. Fucking Mary, MJ knows who he is already. He has a kid friend named Ned who has Millennium Falcon Legos. I, I don't know. what to tell you? He was a Death Star. Oh, it was a Death Star. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. It's a very important difference there. Yeah. That's why it was so tragic when he dropped it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't it because he sees him? Yeah. Um, he's just so shocked. And now they're just all going to get interrogated by the police. But all right, all right back to back, back, to ben, back to ben. So, f- like, Tom Hardy as Eddie in this one, really fun. He still maintains a great uh, yeah. job. Like, I haven't seen a bad performance yet from Tom Hardy. Like, that's why he's one of my favorite actors. And he just does it so well as just a guy who's just like, for fuck's sake, my life is crazy. I'm conf- like, everything yeah. is hella confusing. I'm talking to myself. And like, even when they're going to the prison, the guy's like are you okay he's like yeah i'm just practicing or rehearsing yeah. or something so that's his explanation of like talking to venom inside of himself and it's like it's funny because they don't do like a a brain thing where it's like they're both talking in his head it's yeah. still venom talking in his head but eddie's still talking out loud to communicate otherwise i guess it wouldn't work i, I don't know if they'll ever talk about that ever i but mean that's
1: the thing venom He's literally woven into Eddie's brain. Like he should be able to sense Eddie's thoughts. So. I guess it's
0: just more. Fu- it's it's funny. It's more fun funny this for way. The movie. Yeah. And that way you can <laughs> It's like when he walks instrument. in, he's like, "You suck." Excuse yeah. me.
1: I'm sorry. I have no. I have no reason. I have no explanation for that. <laughs> She's just like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. He's like, "I'm having a panic attack." Don't yeah. I think if I'm having.
0: <laughs> so stupid. Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. He's not bad. He was very like it's it's kind of what you would expect. It's just Woody Harrelson. It feels like hey he's just having fun.
1: Yeah, it's the thing. It's like he didn't really strike me as the Cletus Cassidy I've experienced in the comics. It just felt like Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. But whatever.
0: If I it it, it felt like. I forget what his name was in the movie, like, what state he chose as his name, but it just felt like oh. his character in Zombieland the whole yeah, time. Yeah, a little bit. And it just, like, it's it's like if he eternally was always never never getting the snowballs, and he'd just get pissed off because he couldn't get the snowballs. Like, yeah. this is why uh, he became what he is.
1: He's like, I'm not a crazy man, but I am a vengeful one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the whole hair thing too they fixed the hair people did not yes. like the what was no, it like a, that, a red fro
1: that was like they tried to give him <clears throat> curly hair which cletus like kind of sometimes has in the comics and it just it did, it look did not good. look good at all yeah not the, on woody harrelson the, the even short red hair looked a lot
0: better for sure yeah
1: even woody harrelson is, on interviews has been like yeah that first wig that they used was just like a really cheap wig they should not have done
0: that they should
1: have spent a little bit more money on that scene if they wanted to put that in at all
0: i love the faces he would make you just like it was weird because his lips were very you couldn't see where his lips were so it just always looked like he was like puckering like they were like he was sucking it like you know what i'm talking about when you like kind of hide your lips yeah, a little bit. It looked like that sometimes. So he just like he was always like not constipated, but just like it's mm. <laughs> like what's wrong with this man? He's a murderer. But I don't know. I thought I thought that was pretty funny the way he would always make faces, or not even make faces. It was just dude. Those lips kept throwing me off each damn time. Otherwise, I thought he did a great job of just. I don't know too much about Cletus Cassidy in the comics because I never really followed that much. Uh, I at least enjoyed what I saw with this going into it, I guess, from that perspective as someone who hasn't really read up too much on him, because I never read any any of the big stuff besides Carnage USA, even then being and I think minimum Carnage too, like those two are the only Carnage related things I've checked out. And even then I was like, I don't know what this character does. Like, I know he's Carnage and I know he's supposed to be a crazy serial killer, but I don't know, like all of these are even like on par for whatever he was like when they first created him in the 90s, because he was a 90s character, right? Mm-hmm. yeah so for what i got i was pretty happy with that and then there's not too many other characters in this movie like that it's revolving no, around really. it's really just uh i mean they bring back Anne and and dan and Anne Anne was... and dan yeah. Poor Dan. i do
1: love that one thing he's like no one likes you dan fuck you dan
0: <laughs> yeah and then at the end he's like dan's cool actually but he didn't need to do any of that stuff yeah
1: you know he was probably more of a hindrance than anything
0: <laughs> yeah Anne was fun like she I, I like it yeah. they they briefly but still did the she venom for like a second yeah and she's just like I'm never doing that again maybe I, actually I, it's really fun it's supposed <laughs> it really fun. good <laughs> yeah so yeah. that was that was good but it was it was interesting that they I forgot that that's where they left it where those two are still together and yeah they come into it going like oh this is still like Eddie isn't going to be with her so it's just those two and now you're saying i guess technically goodbye to these characters i don't know if they'll be in the next movie or not yeah
1: that's a good question i don't know
0: because the whole thing is if they're going to be lethal protector they're not necessarily going to be in san francisco it seemed like they were just going to go wherever they were needed yeah
1: wherever anyone needs them
0: so they're not tied down to anyone anymore uh otherwise you know Anne was fun and especially the conversation between her and venom i guess twice the first being in the liquor store or the yeah,
1: in, th- when venom was in mrs chen and then the other time when she was like mediating the talk between eddie and venom
0: yes that was that was really fun and she's like you have to try harder put a cherry on it <laughs> yeah uh then the only oh yeah two other characters shriek which yeah. she was fine I was
1: expecting her to be more important at the end because her powers are literally like the what symbiotes are most weak to which is sound
0: yeah and I guess this was the only part that didn't make any sense like the whole time she seems like she loves carnage until like oh she's sensitive to sound or he's sensitive to sound and she's like well I'm gonna do it anyway and he's like
1: yeah that was a a really weird moment in the final confrontation was like She spent some time to try to kill the cop that put her away in in Ravencroft or whatever. Uh, And then when Cletus is trying to make a show of like killing Anne, all of a sudden Shriek is just like, no, baby, you're going too far. And it's like, what? Why? You know, he brought her there to kill her. Like, that's the whole point.
0: (laughs) Or wait. I don't think she was, no, it wasn't about killing was her, just, it was just because yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she was just cool.
1: supposed to be a lure for, like, Eddie and Venom.
0: Yeah, I think, so. no, she was more freaking out because he was more out of control, I think. That's why. Oh, was that what was going on? I didn't yeah. get that at all. Yeah, no, know. it was, yeah, she didn't it's, care about those people at
1: all, no. Okay, then whatever tone they were going for there The whole time he's been a serial killer, like, them. she didn't care about any of that. Well, that's the thing, that's why I was, like, really confused of why all of a sudden she's like, no, you're going too far, like, it just seemed out of nowhere.
0: Hmm like i don't know okay yeah no so i i think it really was just that he was getting out of control because he's been anytime she tried to use her power he would like hit her or yeah because it would, didn't like,
1: seem like she was able to direct it very well it's just i mean it did go like forward to an extent but it's still but, that
0: yeah it's still the surrounding like, area she
1: kept doing it right next to carnage and he's just like that fucking hurts stop doing that
0: <laughs> she's like, do we have a problem? Like, so we have a problem? Yeah, so, like, I think that was the weakest part of, like, the movie, even with it just being wacky fun, like, the relationship between Shriek and Carnage, and then also, I guess, sort of, like, that Sh- uh, Carnage and uh, Cletus, because you don't really get much interaction yeah. between them. They're just kind of like, yeah, get our guests, and we'll get these people, and we'll kill Venom and stuff, but otherwise, like, when carnage is going out of control and cletus is like no what are you doing and then they're yeah. like you know they're not meshing well uh that did they're feel not symbiotic yeah they're not <laughs> that that did feel forced um yeah it, it didn't really like they carnage was definitely in a backseat there in terms of like character development which you also didn't need at the end of the day like he dies in this movie anyway like yeah. he's he gets both, both of them get eaten
1: yeah both carnage the symbiote gets eaten and then uh, venom just like eats Cletus's
0: head and I was like oh oh I, got, I, I guess that's taken I just wanted to care be of. your friend this guy is fuck this guy yeah <laughs> they got their 1F bomb and that was because they have oh, to keep it yeah, PG-13 huh. you're allowed one everyone gets one yeah even though like look at Spaceballs that's a PG movie and it has fuck in it yep mm-hmm. yeah well Mel Brooks gets away with anything he wants to it was also a different time in the world but you know what I'm saying uh then yeah so she's fine like it's just more of like being that foil to carnage if anything like that whole area itself just they could have done a little bit more but it's not enough to really hinder the movie at the same time like from what i wanted from the movie it doesn't really stop me from enjoying everything else about it it, it keeps everything still at a good level yeah
1: I, I did like the visual effect for when she did her screens, though. I oh, that was,
0: was great. Cool. That, that was probably the best. That was the, the coolest effect, I would say. Because, like, you're enjoying Venom and Carnage in terms of their effects. But, you know, they still, even at the best, like, they're still, I don't want to say goopy. Like, <laughs> goopy. They're not perfect. They're still really great looking. But they're just not perfect, if, that, I don't know if yeah. that makes sense or not.
1: Yeah, the way Venom's lips move when he talks is, like, a little weird
0: it's nothing too like like i said it doesn't take you out of it at all but you can tell like it's not the tech either the tech or just the the manpower in there wasn't enough for it to be the greatest it could possibly be but yeah it's still good otherwise just like i said yeah what james said before like shrieks uh, effects when she does her sonic scream looks really good like that was awesome that that was probably the best visual effect there for sure uh, and then there was detective mulligan who, you know, is also supposed to be, at least in the comics, Toxin. And we get yeah. that hint at the end there, too, that he is Toxin. So it kind of leads into that third movie, which we'll we'll talk about kind of, I guess, the after credits and what the third movie could potentially be after initially talking about the film itself, which Mulligan, I feel it felt funny with mulligan because he's like come on brock we gotta work together and Brock's like you know fuck you and then he's like i'll help you and all this other shit and then he escapes from the uh, from the precinct and everything yeah
1: dude i was so confused when uh so detective mulligan was basically just like hey eddie if cletus contacts you again if he does if he gives you a scoop you know come to me first like don't embarrass me and the department and then later on, like Eddie comes up, and he like figures, with uh, with the help of Venom, figures out where the bodies that Cletus hid are, and which is like around Point Reyes, I think it looked like, uh, and like somehow Detective Mulligan looked like upset that somehow Eddie got the credit for it, but I'm like that as I was thinking about it, I was like. Wait, but the people that found the bodies would
0: definitely be the police department anyway. Did he not call the police? <laughs> that was weird. You saw, you saw, like, cops there. I guess it was, like, specifically yeah. <laughs> the guys that had been working on it. Uh, it yeah, yeah, that's maybe. what it didn't make sense. I don't know. I, I can't, like, give an explanation for that one. It, it was weird. And still fucked up, yeah. Like, you could have just yeah. easily contacted him and been like, hey, we uh, check. let's go check this out. And then Eddie would still have gotten pretty much all of the credit. Yeah it's just like yeah in terms in in terms of cop points like it would have been mulligans so yeah yeah, they (laughs) i don't know yeah we got the wackiness everything if you look if you start looking into it then you go hey wait a minute hey wait a minute what are you what's going on here and it's like it's okay it's just wacky just like the fucking uh uh, venom at the party
1: that was super funny
0: that was so random Everyone's just like and i love you one man one guy (laughs) yes thank you one person yeah <laughs> so was it eddie was wrong yeah so i'm stupid. out of the
1: eddie closet he was ashamed of me
0: <laughs> they were like oh i because it was it was supposed to be like um not it was like a pride halloween party it looked like i something guess like that
1: yeah because there's guess a lot so? of
0: drag felt like was a lot of drag yeah so i i think it was something like that uh and people was, just
1: assumed that venom was like a really elaborate costume somehow
0: yeah they're just like oh my god did you make that yourself like you know no they're like uh what do they say
1: (laughs) is that japanese no i made it myself
0: (laughs) hey baby and it's like oh no thanks i'm uh i'm i forget what he says but i'm not interested or something yeah yeah, but overall covered
1: in uh glow uh, glow sticks
0: (laughs) yeah overall i think it's a really good movie in terms of just having a fun time you're going in there to have a fun time you could just watch the movie, enjoy yourself, leave going, yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, I just, it's everything I wanted it to be, at least for me, like I said. Um, it's in theaters, so I, it's I, it's definitely worth a watch in theaters. It's a sure. fun time. Yeah. But the last two things I want to talk about for it, uh, I guess first is the after credits scene. They fucking did it. They officially did it. We're going to see Venom in spider-man 3 in spider-man no way home yeah if if not that would be such a wasted tease i mean they're doing it like he's gonna be there like we know now for sure like they showed him on the tv i'm just really worried that it's gonna be like oh
1: yeah he was in the universe at the time we just aren't gonna get to like see him directly interact with spider-man but i I think we're gonna get the full interaction i think so
0: too i I think it's guaranteed if they there is no like it's not even having a doubt of it like i just know he's gonna be there i i I have no inkling of being like i hope they're able to put him in there it's like he will be i I have zero question or doubt on that at all
1: yeah i i just hope that at some point the venom symbiote latches onto peter we get to see the black suit for like a second didn't we see a black suit for a second in the trailer uh yeah but it the, so like, Hot Toys has been putting out stuff for this movie already, and that looks like it's going to be more of like a, a stealth magic suit? suit. Oh, because it's got like this interesting gauntlet with like oh, because it's black and magic and he's wearing a black suit and it's magic. something like that. Uh, so I would just like there to be a moment where uh, if they do interact, uh, Spider Man or like Spider Man gets the black suit for like a second, and then it just like jumps back onto Eddie and he's like still got the
0: white spider. <laughs> oh that'd be cool yeah yeah that would actually yeah that'd be pretty interesting you'd be like oh this is a cool logo uh, i'm gonna keep yeah. it
1: <laughs> thanks i'm keeping it
0: <laughs> i mean it just it brings in this whole like six on six idea that's probably gonna happen or something because you have then like we know we're gonna get alfred Molina doc Ock. we've visually seen it you would assume we're get, like given the grenade showing we're for yeah, that's sure getting the green goblin william defoe green goblin and we're going to get uh Jimmy Fox Electro that's not blue. <laughs> Hopefully they give Hopefully. him the stupid ma- I want him the honestly I love the stupid outfit of like the the mask and the the out, like the the lightning mask and shit like that's and, like, they, actually fantastic.
1: And they already mentioned uh, Mac Gargan or at least A Scorpion.
0: Oh they did? Yeah, they he was put, in, uh... he hasn't been in anything yet, has he? Besides the game?
1: No, well uh, okay, so do you remember? in... Oh, he is in. He's in Homecoming, right? I forgot. Yeah, he was in Homecoming. He was on the ferry. It's just like he ha- He's not Scorpion yet, but yeah, they're they're definitely setting him up to be that. He was and one I of Vulture's. Vulture, um, yeah, Vulture could get. Uh, free even though he too? he
0: ended it being not bad. Yeah, we'll see. He's also in Morbius, so that kind of puts it into yeah. question too. So I think Scorpion would be cool. So then that's what four would be the other two do you think do you think they'd put in um <laughs> it just put over grace venom <laughs> paul giamatti shows up as the rhino again that would actually make sense he was barely in the second one in the amazing fireman 2 he's like in the beginning and the end and that's it
1: and what is paul giamatti doing now anyway that sounds
0: really mean <laughs> why was he doing was there something that happened am i missing no something? i'm just thinking like oh. i can't think
1: of anything that i've seen paul giamatti in in since he was the Rhino for like
0: yeah, not even five minutes out of that movie. Okay, yeah. So then Paul Giamatti Rhino. That's five. So six at least from remaining characters you'd have potentially yeah. Oh, uh, Shocker. They they already uh, that is true. You could have Shocker. They Wait, Shocker. would you would you have Shocker and Electro on the same team? Yeah, same why not? Team. They
1: really do not have the same powers. It's really weird.
0: Okay. Yeah, like, Electro
1: is literally electric powers, whereas Shocker has like concussive blasts i don't okay. know why he's called shocker it's really weird
0: the only other characters then at least like the ones they could use but i don't see them using would be tough for grace venom uh sandman lizard and i think that's really it because oh and vulture i guess yeah if they really wanted to utilize vulture we yeah. already know mysterio is dead um and yeah that's really everyone unless they don't utilize like some of the ones we've said but it, it would make sense if they did and they could still save like we know they're making movies for mo- like morbius movies coming out next year they're making a craven yeah. movie and they hinted at it with ravencroft if anything too so like we'll see what happens with that but you know that's the sinister six now if i said six and six for heroes we got peter parker spider-man i mean peter parker spider-man and you then got, peter like, parker Spider-Man. spider-man and then <laughs> peter parker Sp- yeah andrew garfield to where, Tom Holland, dr strange venom and daredevil is the six i'm expecting that'd be super cool we'll because see because there have been ru- there have been rumors for charlie cox uh, yeah what's his, what is that the actor's name yeah yeah charlie cox daredevil if they do that it would be so cool and then maybe if you really mind. want to you could put in batfleck that would be a, a great addition too. like <laughs> have him be like t- he's like Dare- daredevil's there and it's like daredevil what are you doing here and he's like i'm actually pulls off the mask and it's batman and you're like holy shit <laughs> uh-huh. i mean there's oh. the there is a there is an okay. a, a issue of daredevil where what if- he flies over a school he he swings over a school bus and a kid's like oh cool it's red batman
1: okay what if instead of charlie cox daredevil they got ben affleck to play both daredevil and batman
0: that'd be great i mean that's what tover grace said he said uh batfleck will be there <laughs> when he said he'd reprise his role as venom oh that
1: was super funny
0: that was so fucking good yeah so
1: <laughs> mostly funny because at the end of that tweet he's like don't tell anyone <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so stupid i love it he's probably like he died he Let's wants nothing it to do with he's like i'm trying to avoid this at all costs that was so fucking good though uh yeah so we'll, we'll see what happens and that's gonna be like the week before christmas so that's gonna be really fun when we get that i'm excited like the, yeah. them hiding andrew garfield and Timmy mcguire has been so bad you know they're gonna be in there and if they weren't then it'd be like oh okay get the molotovs and the pitchforks let's fucking burn this shit down <laughs> like we're we're done or at least i'd be done i'd be like fuck this movie if I do that would be it. like
1: that's one of those situations that I would be really confused how to feel, because, like, if it does end up being that none of them are in that movie, it will be really disappointing. But I can't be mad at Disney because they literally spent the entire time saying that's not happening. They're not in the movie. So it like, doesn't matter, James. It doesn't uh, matter <laughs>
0: fuck them if they don't do it. We want it was our expectations of what the movie should be and they didn't they didn't follow through and disney's here to serve
1: us what we want
0: yeah you yeah you give us what we want <laughs> bastards we're paying you how much here with our disney plus subscriptions and all the times we go to the theaters and if we go true. to your goddamn parks and all buying all your goddamn merchandise that actually so. would be
1: a really interesting metric to see like how much money i spend on disney stuff just disney property stuff like exactly here not just with disney plus it's like that's an easy calculation because that's like a monthly fee but like all the movies i see from them each year including like star wars stuff although the star wars movies have kind of cooled off recently but like they're definitely going to keep going with those at some point in the marvel movies so yeah the, probably, Disney's uh, no, we're a lot getting of a
0: star Wars movie probably 2023 mm, okay i think it's going to be um uh the rogue one movie that's what they confirmed it's gonna be 2023 Okay. Because the, the whole thing is it's going to start with the alternating between Avatar and Star Wars. So 2022 Christmas is supposed to be Avatar 2, which means the first Star Wars movie would be 2023. And then that's where it starts alternating. They did say that. And I think they right. did say Rogue, Rogue Squadron would be uh, 2023 as well. She's kicking it off. and then you.
1: Oh, yeah. The Kathleen Kennedy movie. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, that's
0: no. what I was saying. And then, like, after that, you'd probably see, like, that Taika Waititi movie or the Kevin Feige movie or whatever. I don't really know when. No, Kathleen yeah, Kennedy like... is the producer of like no no it'd be um
1: the the wonder woman writer yeah wait did i say kathleen kennedy no, i said kathleen kennedy what did i say you you just said like yeah her <laughs> oh shit um <laughs> and oh, man.
0: uh shit why'd i forget her name yeah right oh hang on patty jenkins mother that's who yeah oh, damn how'd i do that yeah so because i think she's working on this before she's working on uh wonder woman 3 which i hope yeah they put other people on that movie to work on as well we'll
1: find out do, uh don't let her uh, torch lucas at <laughs> fandom soon
0: god no then we're not we're not gonna see it there we're well,
1: they, you never know
0: no but we do <laughs> they might give a name <laughs> of the movie be like hey look this is coming this year that's the most we're gonna get they're like we're gonna be lucky if we get trailers for all the movies that we already know are coming next year because like, for sure, we they said a ba- the Batman trailer. And you got to hope the Black Adam trailer, because that's what comes out next. But it's like, oh my God. Really? are we going to get the trailer for The Flash and Aquaman 2 that are also coming out next year? Or Shazam 2? Like, we don't know if we're going to get those trailers.
1: I'm more confident in seeing an Aquaman trailer. Because we've already seen, like, some photos of, like, his new costume. Like, the stealth suit and stuff like that.
0: And we've gotten all the Flash photos already, at least for the suits.
1: Those are all, all concept art.
0: <laughs> and The Flash comes out before Aquaman so it's like uh yeah does it well, it does i have
1: like no confidence in that and the flash movie no they keep like delaying it and restarting with like new writers and directors and stuff oh that
0: was a while ago That was before all these te- the once they got this current director and writing team they've been working on it and non- that's why we've gotten all the suits um, and they've okay. been filming it they they, they filmed they showed uh, that's why they i think they delayed it oh for they a have started bit. filming yeah because that- it uh, okay. comes out next so year then- what is <laughs> what the fuck did you think how are they gonna have the movie come out if they didn't film it yet?
1: i don't know it's just like that maybe i just haven't really been paying as close enough attention to that movie and spe- uh, p- specifically but it's just at this point it's been delayed so many times that i'm like it's never happening in my mind no, i know
0: that's because it was announced in the first slate of dc movies mm-hmm. fucking how many years ago and we're just getting it now after all this time yeah but yeah there's actually even a rumor they're gonna potentially like utilize it to they will make certain things still happen in the previous movies but they, they might change things around so they can fix things the way they want it to be which could be good and terrible at the same time
1: seems pretty par for the course for yep. what, how dc's been handling their movies
0: yeah all right back to venom <laughs> right <laughs> venom th- we were, i wanted to talk about because the whole thing with uh toxin is toxin right that his name yeah yeah uh so venom 3 like what they could potentially do with it whether or not it's gonna like after spider-man 3 if venom's still in that if they merged worlds or if he goes back or whatever either we like yeah it, they should really like, they could try that's to the keep question. it yeah we'll see what happens but with it though you're like okay if toxins in it but he's an anti-hero or like a hero is he an anti-hero or a hero uh anti-hero yeah anti-hero And because he does good shit, so you don't see him potentially as the...
1: Well, yeah, like, because Toxin is bonded to a cop, like, the cop usually has kind of a more moral compass than Eddie Brock or definitely Carnage ever did. Yeah. So, he tries to only fight crime, but he's still, like,
0: kind of violent about it. Okay. So we'll see exactly if it's it can't just be him in the next movie like i would expect it to be one of two routes they're going to take with it one would be they go super symbiote and potentially when carnage was going through his mayhem maybe smaller sub symbiotes got off of him and hit random people and they could do like a a before like you know a prologues in the movie before the movie fully starts like they did with that flashback of like cletus and uh Francis but that would then bring in all those other characters that they made all those other symbiotes like Scream like uh I don't know all their names there's like a bunch though uh, I know yeah, there's, there's a bunch
1: there's a bunch of different uh symbiotes
0: so you could do a whole different like symbiote thing where maybe it's a symbiote civil war or just a crazy thing with symbiotes or the other option is they utilize that new Donny Cates run where they introduced the king of symbiotes um the king in black Null And they could bring him in. And the reason I say that is because that whole thing where Venom's like, you know, we know so much. I can just give you a taste. And it's like, that's where they could have teased him. Or that's why I felt like that tease was going to go towards. And they could, like, bring in more about symbiotes and whatnot. But it just all depends on really how they want to go with this. If they want it wacky with more symbiotes, do they want to bring in the fucking King of Black? It's hard to say what will happen, but um, that's my prediction. Those are my two ideas of what they're going to do with the third one, because there will be a third one for sure. I mean, it would be
1: hard to say because that all that null stuff is pretty recent in the comics, but it is, I have yet to actually read it myself, but everyone has told me that it is some of the coolest shit that's happened in the Marvel Universe in a long time. It was big so enough it,
0: that it, it took over the Marvel, it did all the thing where it's like, here's all the tie-ins. Yeah. In every single in, fucking
1: comic. So like I I still think it would be absolutely nuts if they actually did that so soon. But they definitely could, and I would definitely watch it.
0: Yeah. For sure. But I think that's all we got then for Venom. Yeah. We're good. All right, we are a little bit over an hour. Yeah. Um I would like to knock out just one more thing.
1: I'm and fine then with
0: all right, unless you want to... Did you want to do anything else besides that? Or uh, do we will stop here? No, I don't have anything that I, like, need to talk about right now, I guess. Okay. All right, so I'll get... Actually, let me see if I can get two things done, just to knock them out really fast. Right. That's cool. All right. So, two other things I watched are two TV shows. One is actually an old one from our childhood, James. Godzilla the series, or Godzilla the animated series? Uh,
1: I remember being so into that show.
0: So... This is the cartoon based off of the 1998 movie uh, where there was supposed to be like a full trilogy of movies. And then that didn't happen because of everything where everyone was like, this is bad. Uh, They still made a show that kind of takes over and replaces the second movie where it's like, oh, there's that baby that survived at the end. And that baby uh, becomes the next big Godzilla. And Nick works with them because it thinks it's his mom or his parent and whatnot. And yeah, it it's like really cool. it imprints
1: on them for some reason.
0: Yeah. And you get, there's two cool things on it. One is, uh, Godzilla has, he evolves to where he has the fire breath. And also, they say uh, he yeah. can't lay eggs, so he's not a threat. So it's just like a single Godzilla. He's not going to do anything wrong. Um, so he's cool. The other thing is, they form a group called Heat. And it's like Nick and Elsie and Craven from the movies, or from the movie, and cool thing is craven actually is the same it's this actor that played craven as the voice actor for the character just like yeah just like uh general hicks or major hicks major hicks is the same voice actor from the uh the actor in the movie too when he's in it and then they get like two other characters randy who's like a i guess uh an intern for nick joins the team and so does a replacement for uh you remember do you remember the french actor's name that's in it the leon professional no i know the name the face i think it's sean reno yeah john reno he or yeah john reno he uh he plays uh you know that french agent in the original movie and instead they have a monique who is a french agent that works under him that joins the team as well so like just to also make sure everything goes cool but The show itself is really awesome because they bring in all these original monsters that they create. And some have, um, I guess, influences from, like, Showa and Heisei era kaiju and stuff. But for the most part, they're pretty standalone. And they do a really good job because, like, each episode, there's a new monster. Each episode. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun because they just go on adventures. They fight these monsters. You're getting all these different battles. And you said to yourself, right, it's super fucking exciting when you're yeah. watching these shows. And uh, there was one really cool thing they do actually pull off, which is called the Monster War trilogy. And they actually bring in aliens and they take the original Godzilla from the Nanogate movie and make it into like an alien mecha Godzilla. And they take over like the other monsters using like control technique. I forget what kind of techniques. So it's like destroy all monsters. They turn they make a destroy all monsters trilogy. And you don't even have to watch the whole show. Just watch those three episodes. And it's so much fucking fun. It's like crazy. You're getting all the monsters in it. Some die. And they eventually like think through it, create Monster Island. And except oh, for Godzilla, man. who still just lives by like the New York Harbor. And he's just like, oh, I just chill here <laughs> and just like eat fish and stuff. But the show's honestly really fun. It's the best thing that came out of the 98 movie. So you have to at least be happy the movie came out because you got that show and it's totally worth having even with that movie, which I still enjoy that movie. I know people won't like that I say that, but, you know. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, it's not the best Godzilla movie, but I still, I can't remember the last time I went back and watched
0: it, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, and the only other thing is, uh, what was I going to say for it? Um, Oh, there is one character called uh, Nigel. And he's this little robot that Craven builds. And each episode, he gets destroyed. But he's also messed with by Randy, who basically puts in these different uh, vocal commands with him. So he has all these weird voices where he's like, oh, honey, what are you doing? And he's like (laughs) driving up to Godzilla. And each time Godzilla will basically like either hit him with his tail or another monster will destroy him. And majority of the time that happens, when he gets hit and he goes flying, it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he blows up and Kraven's just like, Nigel! Like, that, That even at this age, I watch that and I'm fucking cracking up and I'm like, this is, I don't know how they pull that off. It's so good. It's so cartoonish, but it's fantastic. And it has tie-ins to Godzilla's singular point that I'll talk about when we eventually do really? that. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it later. But yeah, it, it definitely does. It They do a whole... That show actually does an homage to the 98 sh- uh, the animated series. They totally do it. But that was that show. The other show I just wanted to quickly run over is uh, I watched the newest season of DC Legends of Tomorrow, which I believe it was the sixth season, which I can't believe it's six seasons now. And this show has gotten away with a lot of shit compared to the other CW shows where, you know, one by one I've kind of stopped watching everything, like The Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Currently, like Black Lightning ended, so I've just been watching uh, Superman and Lois, which is actually really good. And then Riverdale, who, because I don't, I, I like pain for some reason. I don't really <laughs> know why I keep watching that. But Legends of Tomorrow, of course, I always say it's very cheesy. It's ridiculous. Um, this one was really weird because they did like aliens, and they kill Sarah Lance, and then make her into a clone alien, and she's still Sarah but just now with cool alien powers like where she can't die like she's impervious to bullets it's really weird but the 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 villain in in this one no in legends of tomorrow
1: oh okay
0: (laughs) yeah no no i'm talking about legends of tomorrow uh the dc time travel show yeah and the villain in this one is like a hipster guy who just like keeps creating clones of people and stuff and it was just a really weird season like it was this, it got to a really weird point for me because I excused everything because of how cheesy it is. But now it's getting to that point where it doesn't feel good cheesy. It's just getting kind of whatever, like they're running out of ideas. But mm-hmm. also I think what I don't like is that when the first, when the show first comes out, especially for the first two, maybe three seasons, they go all in with all these heroes. They're like, Yo, we have all the heroes and villains and stuff. You have Captain Cold. You have Hot Streak. You have Firestorm, White Canary, the Atom, Hawkgirl, Hawkman. And you're just like, holy shit, like this is a fucking superhero team. And then like the next season, they're like, oh, check it out. It's the JSA. It, and did
1: Hawkman and Hawkgirl ever come back? Cause I no, they were only getting... the first
0: season. Uh, they left. Okay. Yeah, so characters will the characters will come and go. And through it, like it's cool and everything and they, they have some like i think briefly they had wally the the flash while kid flash i guess in it for like a few episodes or something and other characters have died like they killed half of firestorm they killed like dr stein they've killed captain cold they killed a bunch of other characters but i uh, even killed rip hunter at a certain point but uh it's now where they even brought in um what's his name citizen steel who's like Captain Steel was one of the JSA members, and Citizen Steel is like his grandson, and he could literally turn into steel, like he oh. his skin. He's like Colossus, basically. I guess that's the best way to put it. I think he turned into steel once or twice, briefly in the entire season. Like they don't even use their powers huh. anymore, or they don't even use their uniforms. Like uh, Dinah, uh, uh, Sarah Lance's White Canary. I think she didn't even use her uniform at all this entire season. They don't why? really. I and don't know. I can know. understand
1: the not doing the metal thing because, like, that visual effects cost money, even though it's barely there. So, like, well, I could understand doing it infrequently because, like, that does save you money. But you already have a costume.
0: Yep. Like and why, they just why uh, did they use it. They recently had like John Constantine on it. So they, they, the the two characters that left are John Constantine. I think he died, and then. Uh, the Adam left, I think, at the beginning of the season or the last season, along with um, his, I forget what her name was, but uh, they left, um, Hot Streak left, like Rory left, which is sucks. He's the old, besides uh, Sarah, he was the only other character that was still there from the first season. So now you only have like one character left and you look at the team now. And just tell me if you know any of these heroes or characters, even if they're not even if they're even from the comics, because I honestly don't think majority are at this point. But you mm-hmm. have Sarah Lance, who's the captain of the ship, who's White Canary. Right. You have uh, Nate, who is Citizen Steel, the one I was telling you about. Uh huh. You have um... crap. What's her... Uh You have uh, let's say. I'm actually forgetting all their names now. (laughs) Holy shit, I had all their names in my head and then they just started leaving. That's uh, not good. I know. (laughs) But yeah, Hot Streak's gone. Um, Zari. So Zari Tomaz uh, is played by Tala Ashi. And she is like a Persian character who utilizes like a wind totem. It's like a totem similar to Vixens where Vixen can utilize animals. Mm. Uh, This one, she can control the wind. But she was, I think, made originally for the show. But she's really cool because it's like, oh, I got Persian Characters here now. This is awesome. You, you don't right. usually get uh, those. Yosa will uh Tar- Tarazi, who is her uh, brother. So they split the Wind Totem now. And they both utilize it. So they're two, like, Wind Guardians. You have Ava Sharp, who is a clone that also was, like, the head of, like, the Time Bureau. But she's, like, just a clone who's now uh, Sarah's wife. I think they're married now. Like, the ending of the show was the wedding of the newest season. So, I guess Citizen Steel and White Canary, the only two characters that are, like, really heroes that are, like, known, I guess. Whereas the other three, not so much. John Constantine's dead. You have uh, Adam Sackham as Gary Green, who is literally this guy who's an alien, but nothing else. Like, there's nothing else with him. Uh, You have Olivia Swan as Astra Logue who is a Constantine... I believe she is a Constantine, Constantine character. Or mm. well, I guess Hellblazer character. But she is also there. And then I think that's... Oh, no, no. There's also... um, Who is the newest? Uh, Lizeth Chavez as Spooner, who I guess was abducted by aliens. And now she can kind of hear their thoughts. And she's a gun nut. So that's uh, the team. Okay. And, it, you know, it's a interesting dynamics but at the same time you're like where'd all the heroes go (laughs) it's just kind of random people now it's like becoming it's becoming more like a random cw show than a dc show at this point
1: yeah it's really weird because like the whole point of it is i mean are they still even going with the the theme of like the people that rip hunter chooses for his team are the people that literally would have zero effect on history if
0: they just like disappeared At this point, it's really just random people that need, that aren't, they don't have anything going on for the most part. (laughs) Okay. Like, uh, Spooner was the new addition this season, and she was a Texas gun nut who lived in a house, and that was it, because she was abducted by aliens once, so now she never, um, she doesn't do anything with her life. She's just there, Mm, and that's it. Okay.
1: So, I guess they are still doing that theme. Yeah.
0: The whole thing with uh, Zari was, uh, she was from the future. In a world where, like, I guess they were killing off Muslims, or I think they were Muslims oh. in the Yeah, and uh, she survived, but her brother didn't, and, mm. like, they did a whole timeline change where her brother survived, and now he's part of the team. Uh, oh, interesting. It's like, yeah, it's a very interesting thing, uh, the way they do it, but I, I probably didn't explain that good either, because it's been a while now since they first got her onto the team to where what the point of her there being there was so now i'm just kind of like i, I don't <laughs> i don't remember anymore it's <laughs> all i
1: know so. she's there
0: the this the season ends with the ship the the wave rider their time ship getting blown up oh. by another wave rider which didn't make any sense like so, the same
1: type of ship or like literally yeah, it looked like the same ship
0: it looked like the same ship just came in and blew them up blew up okay. their ship okay. Huh. I don't know why it's like the the last season it ended with uh, Sarah getting abducted by aliens and that's like that whole why the whole alien plot came in mm. but yeah there's nothing else the only other thing is like I guess they're doing another crossover you know how like last time it was the crisis on infinite earths yeah this time it's going to be called Armageddon and since Green Arrow is dead and he was like the main Arrowverse character since it was called the Arrowverse he was like the first one Now the new head is Flash. So it's supposed to be like Flash-centric, I think, but it's got like a bunch of other characters in it. I looked and some are from like shows that ended, but they're like going all in with it. Um, Let me look and see if I actually still have it. I think I do. Uh, But it was a very interesting lineup of people. Like you had... uh, All right, here we go. I think, yeah. Flash, Black Lightning, Ray Palmer, The Atom, And Ryan Choi, which I think, because they took Ray out of Legends, Ryan is going to become the new Adam.
1: Mm, Uh, They're bringing
0: back Ollie's future Green Arrow daughter. Because she was supposed to have her own show, and then they canceled it. So she's just coming back, I guess, through this. Uh, The current Batwoman. uh, Supergirl's foster sister is doing something, I guess, because Supergirl's ending. I don't know if she'll actually be in it. And then the villains are supposed to come back are Hubert Thon's Reverse Flash and uh, Damian Dark. Like, oh, really? Yeah, even though they keep bringing him back. Yeah, they were villains multiple times for Legends of Tomorrow. They were villains for Flash. They've been villains for Green Arrow. And I'm just like, how yeah, many like, more times can you do this?
1: Yeah, I'm just surprised because, like, back when I was watching the show, last I remember, he was, like, killed for some reason
0: or somehow. They, so they just killed him multiple times, I think. Okay, at this point. so he just keeps coming back. Yeah, and also Damien had a good, like, send-off, too, at the end of the last... When, uh, he, when Adam leaves... So, like, that's Damien's last episode. And then he kind of, like, dies and goes to hell.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, it's like, and he's, like, happy. And he's like, oh, my daughter is going to have a good life and stuff. And I'm leaving now. And then now it's like, oh, he's the villain again. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Mm. But I guess the, what I want to say really fast is just I don't know how I feel about another season. Because it's getting to that point where I I put up with it because of the it was just cheesy. And they're doing wacky shit and having a good time with it. But now they're running out of the good references that I enjoyed where they're like, oh, mm. like this time we're doing a Toho Godzilla stuff or we did Jared Tolkien. We did George Lucas. We did Steven Spielberg and all these other random themes and eras and famous people. But yeah, it just it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere anymore and they're just running out of ideas. But they're like, oh, we could keep it going because it's the it's the weirdest show that you can keep adding new people and taking away people because of um just the style the show has whereas you can't really do that for flash you can't do that for arrow you can't do that for the other characters but yeah hard to say but that's it that's all i got on it there's nothing else um so i think that's it i knocked out two other things which i'm happy about and we're still under an hour and a half uh you good ready to yeah bounce out okay so this has been Sutra side talk guys if you want to send us any comments feedback or uh send us questions that you want us to read on the show you can at sutraside talk at gmail.com and of course that's just sutra side talk you can see you could see the name on whatever platform you're listening on and then at gmail.com very easy uh you can also follow the show on twitter and instagram at suture side talk one word and uh on tiktok sutraside talk two words which uh, I keep saying it, but I should hopefully have some uh, content this coming week. Maybe, I hope so. Uh, I've been trying to work on some other stuff for the show, like uh, doing these audiograms, and I finally finished getting every single one done. So it's like a big old hill I finally finished climbing, which was annoying. I spent like five days going on that, like in any free time I had. But uh, you can also... Follow James on Twitter at invaderjim124. You could follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And just subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. That would really help us out for sure there. And, uh, yeah, it's been the show. And we'll see you guys next week. So long. Thanks for listening.